everybody. That was really nice. This is exciting, huh? No? All right. Well, biggest night of my life. You guys really stiffed me there. Uh, I'm excited. I'm trying to look cool. Do I look cool? I don't know. It's hard to tell. You ever go to put your foot up on something to look cool and then you realize it's a much higher surface than you originally thought it was? I was at a bar the day talking to a girl. I'm like, yeah, I do comedy. It's pretty sweet. Well, that looked a lot lower when I started this. <laughs> you can't panic, you gotta go with it. I'm like, I thought you might wanna see my testicles through my jeans. Yeah. <laughs> your knees should never be higher than your genitals in a conversation. That's a good rule of thumb, generally. I have horrible anxiety. I'm nervous right now. I have a panic disorder, panic attacks. I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those. They're pretty brutal. Oh, someone tried clapping, appreciate it. <laughs> I usually, boo. Panic attack. If you've never had a panic attack, it's almost like you're being attacked by panic. That's how I would sort of describe it. I'm not a doctor, but... Uh, if you've never had one, you might not sympathize. It's hard to get sympathy from people that haven't had one. I was talking to my best friend. He's like, panic attack, what's that? You feel like you're gonna die? Is that it? Uh, yep. That's it. I just feel like I'm going to die. I don't know if you know this, but feeling like you're gonna die is very similar to dying, except at the end, instead of dead, you're sad and embarrassed. It's actually worse. He's like, yeah, but it can't do any permanent damage, can it? I'm like, no, but crying in the fetal position on a first date can screw you up for a few years, so. Sort of a sliding scale, I guess. I had to go to a therapist, because I kept having panic attacks. The, uh, Therapist told me a panic attack is fight or flight phenomenon. I don't know if you know that term. That's when your brain prepares your body to fight or flee from whatever it's afraid of. She said it happens in nature. I'm like, that's cool. The only weird thing is I get panic attacks when I'm talking to girls. So that's sort of a weird situation. I'll be at a bar after the show and some girl's like, you're really funny tonight. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to fight this bitch. <laughs> I can't run away, that would be embarrassing. I'm like, put them up, young lady. I don't appreciate this. I'm trying to relax more, it's hard. I started doing yoga. Yoga helps my anxiety. Uh, yoga helps my anxiety after I'm done with it. After yoga, I feel good. During yoga, that's the most anxiety that I've ever had in my entire life. If you're not familiar with yoga, it's usually me, two gay guys, and 25 of the hottest women that I've ever seen in my entire life. I can't be publicly horny, homophobic, and relaxed all at the same time. It's, that's a lot of work, you know? The instructor's like, everyone put your legs over your heads. I'm like, oh my God, I was just gonna say that. That is a great idea. Let's get those legs up, ladies. Oh, me too. Oh, I'm sorry, I was gonna watch this one. And she's like, everyone lay down on your tummy. I'm like, I can't. I have the largest erection of my entire life. I'm going to teeter-totter from shoulder to shoulder if I'm laying on my tummy. 
I also have a small namaste in my shorts here. Uh, thank you. Namaste is a yoga term. Namaste is a semen joke I wrote in one letter previously. It's hard to relax. I was, um, I've been going to the gym lately. My gym has a steam room in it. My buddy's like, you should go take a steam. Steam rooms are really relaxing. I don't know if you guys have ever done that before. A steam room is relaxing if you are the only person in the steam room. That's relaxing. Then you hear that door swing open and you realize that somebody else has entered the steam room, but you can't see them because it's too steamy. That's no longer a relaxing situation, you know? Now you're in some sort of weird ghost porn where you're sharing a tiny hot space with an elderly naked man that you can't see until he's a penis distance away from your face. Like, I was relaxed, but now I realize I'm laying in a puddle of ringworm and a spirit dick has arrived in front of my eyes. I'm trying to let the guy know where I'm at, but it sounds like flirting. I'm like, I'm over here. I'm right over here, sir. I'm like, that sounds too weird. I'm like, just make a noise. So I'm like, Yeah, a little bit later than everybody, but I'll take it. Uh, last year, I went to Aruba. I was trying to uh, relax a little bit, so I went down to Aruba. I thought that would be relaxing. But I booked the early flight for my vacation. You ever booked the early flight for your vacation? Then you get there before your hotel room is ready? That's not relaxing. I got there at noon. I'm like, I'd like to check in. They're like, you can check in, but your room is not ready yet. I was like, so I can not check in? And she's like, no, you can check in. You just can't have a room. I think we have different understandings of what checking in means. Without a room, I'm just checking in with you personally. I don't really care about you, no offense. I don't want to get in a big fight, though, because I was trying to relax. I was like, you know what, don't even worry about it. I'll just go take a nice, relaxing walk on the beach in my jeans and North Face jacket. Because I flew to Aruba from New York City in February. Is there a more psychotic look than walking up a white, sandy beach, dragging luggage behind you? I'm like, Sorry about your sandcastle. I'm an idiot. I booked the early flight. Get this sand out of my wool socks. Uh, my friend told me I should meditate to relax. And that's always weird. First of all, you ever try to read a book and the opening quote before the book even starts is too much for you to understand? My friend told me I should meditate. So I went to the bookstore. I picked up the meditation book. Page one, it said, only that day dawns to which you are awake. I was like, Phew. well, this book is for somebody else. I'm, I'm having a panic attack trying to break down the first sentence in this book. Evidently, I'm too dumb to meditate. I didn't know that was possible. My friend's like, you have anxiety? You should meditate. Oh, I should sit alone in a room with nothing but my thoughts? That's a cure for anxiety? What's your cure for my ADD, Sudoku? I don't really... He goes, meditation's easy, you just lay still with your eyes closed for like an hour. I'm like, isn't that a nap? That seems awfully similar to a nap to me. He's like, no, it's different. You let your mind wander wherever it goes. I'm like, yeah, that's a dream. That is a nap featuring a dream that you're referring to. Been doing that since I was a fetus. It doesn't help with my anxiety. So now I just take naps, and I tell people I meditated. You can do that. That's not against the rules. Nobody checks. 
It's nice. If you tell people you nap, they think that you're lazy. If you tell people you meditate, they think that you're better than them. It's kind of nice, you know? <laughs> I also replaced the term masturbate with the term my stretches. That's another thing that you guys can do. Yeah. If you, kinda, if you combine those two, it makes it seem like you're a lot healthier than you actually are, you know? I talked to my mother. She's like, what'd you do today, Joe? I'm like, I woke up pretty early, did my stretches, got the blood flowing. Then I ate a light breakfast, then I meditated for about two and a half hours. Then I woke up, stretched again, meditated for another half an hour. It was a big day. She's like, I'm really proud of you. That takes a lot of discipline. I'm like, it sure does. Only that day dawns to which you are awake. So remember that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I had to quit drinking because that was giving me too much anxiety. And I should be more clear, I had to quit drinking because I was an alcoholic and that was giving me anxiety. And you gotta be clear on that because otherwise it's confusing to people. People are like, drinking helps anxiety. I'm like, well, probably we drank differently than each other. You know? Some people drink and unwind. I would unravel, there's a difference, you know? Some people are like, I have a glass of wine and put my feet up. I'm like, I like to bottle Jägermeister, take my pants off and throw them at somebody. That's how I like to do it. Waking up covered in bruises and street signs, not as relaxing as you might think it would be, you know? I'm like, this might be a sign that it's time to stop. My friend's like, what is? I'm like, this stop sign. It's a literal sign to stop. It's covered in my blood and in my bed, so. When I was a kid, my family used to use the word happy to describe drunk, instead of like shit-faced or hammered. But I'll be like, we were getting pretty happy last night. That'll sort of plant the seeds of alcoholism in you. When you're nine years old and you think happy means drunk, you know. I'm in third grade, my teacher's like, what makes you happy, Joe? And I'm like, well, I'm actually not old enough to be happy just yet. But I'm hoping eventually I'll live happily ever after. Uh, horrible anxiety all the time. I was in uh, New York, I live in New York and um, I was there, and I was at a uh, Burger King, and uh, let me ask you guys this, and uh, you don't have to answer, it's a TV taping, but let me ask you this. Are you guys familiar with the credit card swipe that uh, white heterosexual males do to each other? Have you ever heard of this? Oh, a couple people, one, one fella, all right. If you're not familiar, or maybe, you're just weird, maybe you just don't want to admit it, you're on a date or whatever, it's a thing, you make a blade with your hand, and then you rub it between a friend's butt cheeks, and then you go, credit card. You guys ever hear of that? One guy, thank you, buddy. Some people say credit or debit, depends on. I didn't invent this. I just live in a world where it exists. Uh, I don't know what they're purchasing with the credit card swipe. I believe it's closeted homosexuality, but I can't be sure. Anyways, that's a thing that happens. And uh, I was at a Burger King in New York and I was kind of standing in line by myself. I was checking out the menu or whatever. And uh, a buddy of mine, he came in and he recognized me from behind. Not in like a sexual way, he saw that it was me, and uh, he did the credit, he credit card swiped me, and I just jumped, I was like, "Die!" and I, I'm tougher than I look, everybody. I turned, and I kind of had him by the shirt with my, I was like, what the? And my buddy was like, dude, it's me. And I was like, oh, hey, Dan. And he goes, dude, you are crazy. And I was like, am I crazy? Because it seems to me that I'm alone at a Burger King in New York City, and I felt a hand in my ass. 
And I thought, I'm gonna turn and punch the person whose hand is in my ass. That doesn't seem all that crazy to me. Tell you what does seem crazy, using fingers in the butt as a salutation. That seems crazy. A lot of folks are doing the shoulder tap and or the name of the person. Both very popular ways to get attention. I would have settled for that knee buckle when people kick your knee out, you know that move? And pretty much any situation where someone puts their fingers in my rear end, I'm going to turn and punch them. Unless it's during sex, in which case I will say no thank you, but I appreciate the effort. Like where your head's at, just don't like where your fingers are at, you know? It's, uh... A lot of beautiful girls here tonight. That's exciting. I don't know. Can you tell girls they're beautiful? I don't even know anymore. One, one's clapping. <laughs> um, oh, there was a guy. I think they clapped. <laughs> Trying to get laid back there. And uh, me too. <laughs> Can you tell girls they're pretty? I don't even know anymore. I told a girl she was pretty the other day. She got mad at me. She was like, I don't need you to validate me. <laughs> She's just trying to be nice. I didn't mean to imply that you're a mall parking garage ticket. Uh, <laughs> It's like, if it makes you feel any better, I only think you're pretty on the outside now. Um, <laughs> you seem like a very unpleasant human being to me. So. It's hard to compliment girls. I check girls out, though. We all do that, right? Guys check out girls. Girls check out guys. It's only natural, right? You ever get caught checking out a girl with your girlfriend? Not because she sees you, but because you elbow her, thinking she's one of your buddies? That's a... <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend and I are in the park, I'm like, hey, check out this ugly bitch over here. I hate that woman. Thought you were Phil. Sorry about that. Uh, I just don't like the, the rough stuff. One I think I'm scarred. One time I had sex with a woman and uh, she was like very, I was single and drinking at the time. She was very aggressive, this girl. It was like a one night stand. She like threw me down in the bed, which I was kind of into. And, but then she got on top, and uh, we started to make love or whatever, and it got really aggressive. She just started bouncing wildly. No rhythm, just like a herky-jerky. It was like she was riding a bike with a flat tire. I was, like, I was like, just pick up the bike and run with it. Then it got more aggressive. She started shoving my shoulders into the bed really hard, and then she started calling me a nerd. She was like, yeah, you nerd. You like that, you nerd? I was like, I don't like that. You're hurting my shoulders and my feelings also. Also, I'm not really a nerd. I just have bad eyesight. You're being very judgmental, all right? I'm, I understand I'm wearing glasses, but I'm a very good athlete. And I'm bad at math and I hate sci-fi. Also, I'm getting laid right now. That's not very nerdy, is it? It's pretty cool, if you ask me. Yeah, thank you. And she was like, shut up, you bitch. She started choking me. That's true. If you're into choking, that's cool. I'm not here to judge, but you can't choke the first time you have sex with somebody. I don't, you might be murdering me. I have no idea who you are. We didn't go over a safe word, so I just started guessing. I was like, chocolate chips, Advil, pennies. Please get off of me. I guess that was her fetish, was to have sex with a nerd, but she didn't run it by me beforehand, you know? In order for fetish sex to take place, both parties have to sign off on it, you know? 
Like, I like high heels during sex. If the girl's not into it, I won't put them on. You know what I mean? It's, uh... <laughs> that's just for the kids, that one. It's a nice, silly... Very silly. Yeah. Recently, my girlfriend and I, we were on vacation. We were in uh, Vermont. We were about to uh, make love in a hotel. And right before we started to have sex, she was like, wait, I just got creeped out. And that's not a sentence you ever want to hear right before sex. I was like, why are you creeped out? She was like, could you check under the bed to make sure that nobody's under there? And I was like, well, you have just come up with the most efficient way to get rid of an erection of all time. Because I am now terrified and have no interest in having sex. I was like, what am I supposed to do if someone's under the bed? She was like, protect me. And I was like, I'll put on a condom if you want protection, but I don't know what to do with this guy under the bed. How is that conversation supposed to go? I'm naked and never been in one fight ever in my entire life. I'm just gonna bounce a Hitchcock character out of our hotel room. Like I'm leaning under there. Oh my God, there's someone under there, honey, you nailed it. Come on out of there, you son of a gun. We've had it up to here with your shenanigans. I have a niece, she's a little baby. The other day I was at my sister's house, my niece is taking a nap down the hallway. We're all in the living room having fun. We're a fun family. I get up, I'm like, I'm gonna grab another drink. Does anybody need anything? My sister goes, hey, while you're up, could you check on the baby? And I was like, I don't even know what that means. She goes, you know what I mean? Just go down there, make sure she's still breathing and hasn't rolled out of bed. I was like, wait a minute, there's a chance that your baby is dead down the hallway? That's your parental system? Periodically dispatch a relative to see if some, the baby has passed away? I was like, Would you, what do you guys mind checking on the baby? Because I'm not sure how to come back here with possibly the worst news ever. I'm gonna have to walk back into a party with a fresh drink, hey. Just checked on the baby. Uh, may want to sit down for this. It's pretty serious. Right. If you have kids, get a babysitter. Pay your babysitter. That's my advice. Pay your babysitter. My parents tried to save money by going with a free babysitter, which is sort of a weird place to save money. Uh, <laughs> child care. Uh, my mother had her kid brother, my Uncle Dale, babysit me. Uh, great guy. Not sure if you know him. Uh, First of all, he was like three years older than me. Not a good age difference. You know. Good rule of thumb, you should be able to tell who the babysitter is by looking at the two people involved. And my uncle showed me Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I was seven. I immediately pissed in my pants. And I was like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. He's like, I'll pause it. I was like, please don't. Fast forward it. I hate this movie. I tried to dry the urine off my pants, but I used toilet paper, which doesn't work. It just disintegrates. It looks like somebody threw confetti at your wet groin. Then I came out of the bathroom. This is where it gets really fun. My uncle was a fun guy, just a fun, fun person. He turned every light in the house off, so it was pitch black. Then he took an aerosol air freshener and a lighter, and he shot a fireball down the hallway. Classic babysitting gag. The old shoot fire at the child you're responsible for. Woo, it's fun. That first time, it's a little nerve-wracking when you first see it, you know? I'd act like it was fun because I was afraid of him. I was like, go to Uncle Dale, you almost got me. You almost got me handicapped parking for the rest of my life by burning my seven-year-old face off. <laughs> Luckily, I dried some of the urine off my pants. That was kind of a nice feature. My mother came home, she's like, why do you smell like urine and have a sunburn? I'm like, because your brother's a psychopath, that's why. You guys are great, thank you very much. Thanks a lot.
My name is Joe. Thank you. Take it down. Okay,